I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping, woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. I've been dying to do an interview style podcast, but due to lockdown and only being allowed to be around your direct household, that leaves me with three options. Option number one, my mini poodle, Bianca. Option number two, my old English sheepdog, Brighton. Or option number three, my husband, Chad. So Brighton is here with us today to discuss. <laughs> no, I'm just totally kidding. My husband, Chad, will be joining us today on my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, and we're going to be talking about what it's like to work together as a husband and wife team. This should be freaking interesting and also hilarious. We're going to be talking about some key points, and then at the end, we'll be asking each other some questions that we each came up with and have no idea what the other person will be asking. I did write a blog on this not too long ago called Expectation Versus Reality, How to Work with Your Husband or Wife, but that was solely based on my personal perspective. So I thought it would be fun and very interesting to bring Chad in on this topic to get his perspective on the matter. Before I introduce Chad, I would like to point out a couple of things. How in the heck do you work with your husband? It's the one question I get asked most often, and honestly, I've been avoiding this topic for so long. Why have I casually been avoiding it, you ask? Well, because the way that we work together and navigate our business is always changing and evolving as our business grows, so it's constantly a learning curve for us too. I don't know how to navigate future Rebecca or future Chad because they'll both be very different people in a year from now. I felt that I needed the right answers and to have it all figured out before I wrote a blog or did a podcast about this. I couldn't have been more wrong. The truth is you'll never have the perfect answers and nothing is ever fully figured out in life. You just learn as you go and help as many people along the way as you can. It's a fact. People do change, sometimes for the better and sometimes for the worst. But being on a self-development journey together has made the biggest difference in keeping us on the same page. If you haven't read my blog on This Is What's Holding You Back, you must. It's been the biggest key to my personal growth and success as an individual, and I truly believe individual self-development is key to coming together as a couple. Think about it. If I'm already well aware of my own personal flaws and weaknesses and working to improve them, then there's no arguments to be had about them. I'm aware and open-minded in my approach on dealing with them. 
Chad will tell me if I'm being too much of a perfectionist and I can't even get offended by it because I already know that it's my own weakness. So the conversation pretty much ends right there. If I didn't have the self-awareness to work on my own issues, it might offend me and make me angry that Chad's telling me that. Of course, the way in which it's communicated matters also. If the feedback is said in a kind and constructive way, you'll generally get a much better response than if you provide the feedback in a rude or sarcastic way. It all starts with the individuals in a relationship. If you're working to be a better person yourself and the other person is also on a self-development journey of their own, chances are you'll have a pretty exceptional relationship together. Just to be perfectly straight with you, I'm in no way an expert on relationships, marriage, or how to build a business together. I just know what's been working for us and what hasn't worked for us. And that might look very different in the future as we grow and evolve together. I'm also not naive to the fact that social media has a way of making things look happy and perfect at all times. Huh. Highlight reel. Am I right? I'm just here to share what's been working for us so far in our journey in hopes that you might find something helpful for you. All right. So now that that's out of the way, let me introduce my husband, Chad, to you. Thanks, Chad, for joining me and coming all this way to our dining room table. Why don't you tell everyone what you actually do with Chick Boss Cake? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Chad. I'm uh, Rebecca's husband. I'm certainly not as creative, nor am I anywhere near as smart as her, but I try my best. So oh, we- thank you. Well, flattery, flattery gets you everywhere around here. So maybe that's the key to our successful marriage. You know, it. I've been <laughs> trained well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I've been doing it quite a while now. Um, I love everything about what I do. Um, so I manage our three store locations, uh, all of our wonderful staff. Um, you know, the, the customer service, the, the sales, the new um, strategies and business initiatives that we're looking to put forward uh, as we move ahead. Um, yeah, I love everything about what we do. So basically, you're saying that you're kind of a big deal, I guess. <laughs> Once again, I'm nowhere near as big of a deal as you. Okay, okay. Um, so why don't you tell everybody how long we've been working together and how we actually started working together? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we started this, wow, it's been almost 10 years now. It's crazy to think. Crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's insane to see how much it evolved. Um, so I know that you were doing cakes just for family and friends, and it kind of started out of our home. And uh, we weren't taking it seriously back at that time. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was working at TD. I know you want to be a police officer. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I, it's funny when we look back, it, it's one of those things where I, I always remember, um, you know, we, we, we started doing this. We opened this, the first store in St. Thomas. Um, you know, you were encouraging me to help you out and, and do more for the business. And um, it was always one of those things where, you know, I wanted to leave TD, but the benefits and the perks and all that kind of stuff were, um, you know, hard, hard to leave on the table. And, and having an income. I mean, yeah. that was kind of important at the time. <laughs> exactly. So it was so hard to justify, you know, taking such a pay cut and, 
Um, you know, I remember every time I was like, okay, well, next year, maybe we'll try it. Or, okay, maybe next year. And like the years were just going by and, you know, we weren't making decisions and it wasn't until we actually did it and it scared the crap out of us. Um, you know, but some, it's funny in life, some of those things are when you, you cut the bridge behind you, um, you have no other option than to work your butt off and make it happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a turning point and I feel like, and there's been many turning points and I'm sure we can talk about it at length as we move forward. But, um, you know, that was one that always sticks in my mind for sure. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I totally agree. And I can think back to that time and, yeah, it was a really big uh, leap of faith that we took. And the thing is, is when people want to make that leap from their regular normal jobs to starting their own business, one of the things that, you, you know, you need to keep in mind when you're doing that is that you always have that option to go back to another job if you need to. So maybe not your exact old job, but I mean, probably if you're a good worker, why wouldn't they want to hire you back? Um, so just knowing that, that, you know, if it doesn't work out, then just go get another job. It's not the end of the world. The end of the world is if you don't actually make that leap and don't actually try, like that's the worst, right? Yeah. And I know that's something that we've been talking a lot of um, over the last little while is, um, you know, just continuously pushing forward and all kinds of things that scare the crap out of us that um, really push us out of our comfort zone. And, um, you know, I feel like the more that we kind of try and fail and fumble and learn and, you know, mm -hmm. that whole process of like the, you know, the failure uh, to learning, to back at it, to failure, to learning, to try like you know, we don't look at it like it's like a bad thing. Like we always know, unless like I, as you say, like not try or die. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the only time that you're done, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's always something to fall back on. Like, so I feel like knowing that that's always mm -hmm. the case, um, you know, we, we take a, a lot of leaps of faith now, way more than we used to. Um, but that only comes with practice. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So that's awesome. Um, so what would your answer to the question be of how do you work with your wife? Yeah, for sure. So, and um, be very nice about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to be. No, like, I, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, in our relationship, we've worked on many things like, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, first couple of years, we, we used to fight all the time. We were learning about, um, you know, the differences with our needs and wants and, um, you know, we went through all kinds of trials and tribulations in the beginning. And I feel like, you know, what changed is, is we just started kind of talking more, recognizing the differences between ourselves. Um, so we got that foundation right. And then we opened the business together. So I feel like that was really helpful. Um, mm -hmm. You know, ironing out the kinks, so to speak, um, so that we knew how to communicate and to, to kind of problem solve and figure out those things in the beginning. And it's always a work in progress. Don't get me wrong. It's never perfect. And we still mm -hmm. have our challenges. Um, but the difference is definitely like, you know, figuring that out, getting that relationship right first um, before you actually move ahead with it. Right. So basically when you're getting to know each other and you're learning kind of what, you know, pisses off the other person, then don't do those things. It's pretty easy. Um, whenever I get asked this question and I get asked it all the time by my friends, by followers, by customers, and, 
you know, the answer that comes to my mind first is just a simple, basic human answer of just be nice to each other. I think that that goes for family or friends or whatever. Like just if you put that first and foremost in your approach to communication and, you know, your relationships that are important to you by just being nice to each other. Um, that to me is just so simple and so easy. And honestly, I think that that works the best. So. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know, um, you know, I've always been a real open-minded, um, you know, person I've been, um, you know, just ready to and willing to do anything that we kind of wanted to do together. Um, and, uh, but the downside of that is that, you know, sometimes it's a little bit too laid back. So, um, I know you have the strength of obviously being more assertive and kind of go-gettery. Um, so I've kind of, you know, learned that behavior. And then I know that in the beginning of our relationship, um, you know, based on your past and your history, it was, um, you had that a stubbornness to, um, that I helped kind of break down. So that's right. And I hated all men at that point. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you kind of turned that around a little bit there. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting, right? I mean, I feel like, you know, in order to make a relationship, um, you know, work that when you're working together in business is that, you know, you need to figure that part out first and understand the roles and the differences, um, you know, the things that you're going to do, the things that I'm going to do. But at the same time, knowing that, you know, we both play a role in the big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked many times about our goals, uh, what they are, um, you know, so even though, you know, we, we may be working on different things, it's still towards the same end goal. Right. So I feel like having a conversation with your spouse about like, well, what do you want of this? Right. You know, just like in a relationship, I mean, if you met in the beginning and you say, okay, I want 10 kids and the other person says, I want to, you know, make millions and take over the world. It's like, okay, well, uh, those are very different goals. So (laughs) So it's really important to have, you know, just if you had a business partner and and the goals were were different Mm -hmm. in that regard, you know, one person wanted to, I don't know, open stores in some random country and the other one wanted to open stores that, you know, are local. I don't know. Uh, There's all kinds of different scenarios with that. And um, you can see how it relates both ways to relationship and business. Yeah, no, for sure. That's awesome. Um, and if someone wanted to start a business with their wife or husband, how would they know if they would work well together? Do you think? Yeah. So once again, I feel like it's a direct reflection of, of how the relationship is. Yeah. So, you know, how's the line of communication between the two? And and once again, this has never been perfect. It's still Mm -hmm. not perfect. Um, like anything, relationship, business, it's always effort. It's always learning. It's always growing. Um, you know, so I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it all boils down to, um, the reflection of that. Right. So, uh, and I know even times and, and throughout growing our business, when we've been arguing or fighting, I mean, our, our business growth suffers. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and that doesn't, that's that. not in line with either of our goals. So, I mean, obviously we reevaluate and are like, Hey, how can we like work through this issue? And, you know, because we don't want to ever put our business at risk when that's like our main passion and our main goal is to have a successful business and take it to the top. Right. So we don't want to be doing things personally in our relationship that will interfere with that. Absolutely. Awesome. So do you think that all couples would be successful working together or who shouldn't work together? 
Yeah, like, I mean, it's not to say that if your relationship isn't, you know, you know, perfect or great or whatever. Because, like, of course, ours isn't either. Like, I feel no. like nobody's relationship's perfect. Nobody's business is perfect. No. Um, so I, I, I definitely would not deter anybody that, you know, is listening to this here, you know, thinking, okay, well, you know, we've been fighting a lot. I don't think I should do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you and I fight too, right? I mean, it's not. Um, but the difference is it's not you know, for long periods of time or it's not. Well, um, and it's not often either. So it's not like a frequent thing where it's like, you know, you're constantly angry and annoyed with each other. You know what I mean? It's not frequently. So we've we've limited the, the amount. Right. And I feel like that's always the goal. Just like in business. I mean, you want to limit the amount of mistakes or you want to limit the amount of challenges that, um, you know, hinder your growth. And, you right. know, we're always trying to, to make that more efficient, just like a relationship. So I would, mm-hmm. um, and how, it. how you do that is you tell the other person, you know, before you start getting pissed off at them, you just let them know that, Hey, this pisses me off. And then you tell them the reasons why. And hopefully if they're a nice person and they care about you, which why would you be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't, then they're not going to do those things that piss you off. Right. So, I mean, why would you want to do that? (laughs) Exactly. Right. And I feel like we're in a really cool spot now where we've got to a place where, um, you know, if you think about a relationship, people argue about petty things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we don't do that anymore. I mean, even, no. even though it may bug you or it may you know frustrate you, I feel like we don't really, you know, we're already dealing with all kinds of challenges and in, in, in business. There's and bigger issues at. than those issues. And once you start to have to deal with the bigger issues, then those things start to not matter. So. <laughs> yeah. And one final thing I want to add to that is that I feel like what's allowed us to get to that place after such a long period of time is that we've worked really hard on our own issues. Yeah. For individually. Individually, not, yes. not in the relationship individually. Yeah. Right. So any insecurities, any, um, you know, things from childhood, things that, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever that may be, self-esteem, confidence, you know, stubbornness, w- whatever you could name any, um, you know, emotion or, or, um, you know, part of someone's being that they need to work on. And I feel like we've, we've made that a priority individually. Yeah. And then we bring that positivity to the table in our relationship and in our business. So whenever the petty things come up, it's, you know, we, there's no point in, you know, going on and on about that when, I mean, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, does that, is that for the goal? Is that for what we're doing together? Um, and is that going to make us happy or is that really that big of a deal? So we Exactly. Like we and because we both have the same goals and we're <laughs> both on the same page as those goals, then we, you know, we're more open minded to be able to take a step back and be like, hey, this is not working. It's not getting us close to our goal. So let's forget about it and move on to bigger and better things. You got it. So what would you say has been the hardest part of working with me specifically? And I will be grading you on this answer. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. This podcast is called Scrap the Sweet Talk. So you can be honest. It's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, the hardest thing in working with you is your perfectionism. Um, you know, obviously. Shocking. I'm somebody who's, you know, laid back, open, mm-hmm. willing, you know, and, and like I said, the downside of that is that, um, you know, some things that may not be. Um, you know, substantially important to me, they are to you. And, um, you know, I feel like over the years, I've really learned to be like, okay, well, that's not, you know, super important to me, but I can understand why you feel that that's important and why that's also, 
excuse me, why that's also important to our business or to our relationship as a whole. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's been one of the biggest challenges, I'd say, um, you know, and then, of course, the other challenges would just be knowing that we're really different people mm-hmm. um, with our fundamental personality of, of who we are and, and what our strengths and weaknesses are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just trying to help each other with that. And, um, you know, it, it's never it's not always been easy and it, it certainly isn't easy at times still. But, um, you know, we, we just talk about different things and, and I feel like we know where we're at in that regard. Like we know what our strengths and weaknesses are. So we would never like harp on somebody's weaknesses when I know it's a weakness. Right. Right. You know, so if something comes natural to me and maybe it doesn't come to you. Um, I would never like belittle you for that. And I don't feel mm-hmm. like you'd do that for me either. Right. So it's no. kind of that awareness to know that like, Hey, just cause that's easy to me. Like I'm not going to harp on you because it's not easy to you vice versa. Right. Exactly. And that just goes back to my point of just simply bringing it back to kindergarten and treating others how you want to be treated and just simply being kind and respectful towards each other, right? You know it. So what do you think has been the best part of working together or working with me? Yeah, like the best part of it all is, I mean, just to see how far we've grown and came. And I mean, I know it seems cliche and everything else, but like, you know, I honestly, I feel like if we never started our, our business and we just kind of went about our, our separate jobs and, um, you know, kind of grew our relationship, you know, in its own right. I mean, I I don't feel like it would be anywhere near as stimulating mm-hmm. um, as it has been. Right. And it's been like I said, it has not been easy. No. It's been full of surprises and challenges. And, you know, I mean, you can imagine. Right. I mean, three stores and 15 staff and we're dealing with stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Right. I mean, it's not any, um, you know, lack of stress or, or, or things that are happening and moving all the time. But, you know, I just think it's so cool to, you know, think about where we, every year, right. I mean, this is something you and I are always passionate about. What are we going to do? What's next? Mm-hmm. What are we, what are we on do now? Right. Um, and, you know, I was even telling you this just last week, I was saying that, you know, whenever things happen in the business and it's like, if I would have to make the decision every time without bouncing an idea off you, like, yeah, I don't even know, you know, how, like, I don't even know what decision I'd make. Right. So I, I lean yeah. on you like all the time for, Hey, this is like a big deal. This is like a big decision. Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Right. So I love that I can, you know, have someone that's smart in my life where I can, you know, ask you, you know, Hey, I was thinking this, what do you think about that? Or, you know, I don't even know what to do now. What do you think? And then we, we typically brainstorm a bunch of ideas and come up with like an awesome decision. And it always ends up being a good decision. Um, I shouldn't say always, but majority of the time. And even if it's not, I mean, we end up, you know, learning Mm -hmm. and figuring it out and see what we can do better. Right. But I, I love that about you. Oh, well, thank you. And yeah, I think that it has to do a lot like we were talking about before. Our our line of communication is open and um, being able to make decisions together is really important to be able to talk about like all the details and the pros and the cons. And like you said, if we both had separate jobs and you just come home together at the end of the day, our, like I just feel like our lives would be so different. And honestly, I'm really happy with our relationship and our business. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Let's just put it that way. Awesome. Um, what advice do you have for couples who are currently working together that are struggling right now? 
like how do you get back on track and get back to the, being on the same page together? Yeah. So we face that many times. Right. And, you know, once again, I'm just talking about the positive because my brain is like wired to think and talk like yeah. that. Um, but I mean, we face so many times. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those challenges. I mean, we always go like, well, I mean, I love the one quote. I don't know who it's from, but it says, you know, I didn't come this far only to come this far. Right. And I love right. that because, you know, you think about it, we're growing this business. We run to, you know, everything hits the fan and, you know, it's, and we're arguing and fighting over, like, it's just one thing after another. Right. And I mean, that's typically how it works, even in life. Right. It's like a domino mm-hmm. effect of, Oh my God, like now this, this is the last thing I needed now. Right. Yeah. So I think it's important when, uh, when all those things are happening that you just kind of, you know, think about what's the big picture, what's the goal. Um, you know, it's not, it's never going to be easy in these times. Right. Like, I mean, we've dealt with so many times where, okay, that's, that's enough. Like I'm done. Like we're done. Right. I mean, it's like a relationship. Oh, you're done. Are you done? I don't know. Do you like that person? What, what do you want out of life? Are they making you happy or is this just a natural, you know, roadblock of life? I mean, are you going to quit and run away from everything that, that happens in your life that that's tough. Right. right. Or, or are you actually being mistreated and, um, you know, like that, those are the things, right? Like it's, yes. Cause those are two very different things. So yeah, you have to evaluate kind of, you know, why are you struggling? Is it something that can be fixed or is your partner genuinely a bad person and you need to get the heck out of there? Cause I worked at a women's shelter for abused women and I can see both sides of that completely. So you need to be able to identify, um, what, the problems are and if they're worth or able to be fixed and worked on. So, and obviously there's ways to do that um, depending on the severity of it. And, you know, there's counselors and therapists and all kinds of things. So, you know, it's up to you to kind of decide if it's worth working through those struggles together or if, you know, you're done and it's over. For sure. And both options are totally fine, but it's up to you to just make that decision. So that's all the questions that I have for you. Do you have any questions for me? Oh, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, good. I'm excited for these. They should be good. Okay. What has working with me taught you about patience? Oh, well, I'm glad that you asked. (laughs) Um, Well, I feel like I personally have... A pretty decent amount of patience, I would say, depending on the situation. Um, I don't have patience when I have to repeat myself a million times to somebody. That's when my patience goes out the window, basically. I get really frustrated when I've already told you something and I have to tell you again. So uh, I feel like you know that about me. And um, because I've told you that before, you don't go there and you make sure that you listen to me when I tell you something or ask you something and you actually do it going forward. So I feel like um, we've worked on that a lot. And I feel like now I just have to tell you like once like, hey, like, let's do this. And you're you retain the information very well and you actually put into action, which is awesome. So I feel like patience in a relationship is very important, but at the same time, I feel like personal, like, I feel like there's a limit to the patience thing too, because it's like, 
I personally only get impatient when, like I said, I have to repeat myself and I'm like, why aren't you understanding what I'm saying to you? And I don't really have patience in that regard. So um, I feel like you've, you've shown me that you're able to, you know, take what I say seriously and you respect me enough to implement those things. So that's how I think about patience. <laughs> For sure. No. And I know that, um, <clears throat> you know, it's easy to sit here and, and say that, um, you know, it's all you with your perfectionism and, um, but yeah, I mean, I know that I've obviously worked on that and like you're um, a very impatient person i would say you like which is like a pro and a con i would say because yeah. you know at least you are driven and you want to succeed and you want to take action so that part is really good but then some sometimes you can be impatient when it comes to other things that actually require some level of patience too yeah for sure Okay, so my next question is, what has changed in our working relationship from the beginning until now? Well, I think that the beginning, we were both kind of doing everything and we were both all over the place trying to do all things together. Um, and I feel like the number one thing that's been better now is that we have clearly defined roles and clearly defined job duties. And they both are like both of our job duties and stuff are in line with our strengths. So obviously that makes us happy and fulfilled. And since our personalities are both very opposite of each other, then we both come together and we're able to do all aspects of the business um, to our strengths. So I think that that helps a lot. And um, also that we don't interfere with each other's job duties too much unless we're trying to give constructive feedback and trying to better the business and we brainstorm together. But um, basically, I let you do what your job duties are and you do the same for me and we don't get too involved and interfere too much with each other's job duties. For sure. Yeah, I think that's really important. For sure. Yeah. Okay. My next question. If you could choose three words to define what makes this work, what would that be? That define what makes our relationship work, you think? Or in business, yeah. In, in business, yeah. Um, okay. Three so words. Three words. Okay. Uh, definitely number one would be communication, for sure. Uh, number two, kind, be kind to each other. And number three, hmm, communication, kindness, and goals. Have the same goals. Be on the same page. If you're not on the same page without the same goals, like, you're in big trouble. So figure that stuff out before getting into business together. Cool. Love it. Okay. Well, now I want to know what your three words would be, or would they be the similar? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, it, it would be the only thing I was going to say instead of, I would say accountability. Right? Yeah. Um, that would have been the third one when you're thinking about the, the final one, but okay. the other two are the same. So yeah. you're keeping me accountable. Yeah. Like accountability <laughs> on each side of it. Right. Um, yeah. you know, we, we both do that with each other and it's important, right? Because we need to make sure that we're getting that stuff done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. 
Okay, my uh, last question. What do you wish you knew about making this a success in the beginning that you now know? Oh, well, I love this question because I know this answer very quickly and very easily because (laughs) it's obvious if you look at our growth of our business, how much it's grown within the last couple of years versus um, how little it grew. I wouldn't say little, but I mean, it's a substantial difference to now. um, And that would be taking actual action and making those decisions quicker and not waiting for the perfect time or the perfect moment or any kind of perfection surrounding it, which obviously is my weakness. So um, I feel like in the beginning of our business, we, well, we didn't know what we were doing, first of all. So that is an issue, (laughs) not an issue, but, you know, when you don't have the confidence of knowing what you're doing, um, then it makes it more challenging because you feel like you need the answers and you feel like you don't have the answers. So, um, in the beginning when we opened, since we didn't know what we were doing and it was a lot to figure out, it was a lot to navigate. Like I didn't know how to own a bakery. I didn't know how to, I even learned how to decorate a cake. I didn't grow up decorating cakes my whole life. So I learned all those things and it was just a lot at once. And then what happened was that we were trying to grow the biz wall. We didn't know how to grow a business either. So we were just doing what we thought was best and what we thought we needed to do. And it resulted in it growing very slowly because we were not taking a lot of risks and we were very risk adverse and careful and because we didn't want to jeopardize the business because it was so new and it was scary for us uh, together because we both were in it together almost basically from the beginning. Um, So it kind of felt like there was a lot at stake and we just moved very slowly and cautiously. And it wasn't until we opened our London location where, you know, that was a huge step for us. Our rent is like a thousand times more expensive in London than it was in St. Thomas. And I think that that really made us realize that, you know, the bigger the risks that you take, then the more reward that you, the more potential of reward that you have. So from that point on, we started taking bigger risks and making more moves. And yeah, it was scary. Obviously it was way more scary than taking the little baby steps that we did in St. Thomas for those five years that we were there. Um, and yeah, like we just kind of got more comfortable taking risks and getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that I've learned. Yeah, absolutely. I know that's, um, you know, one of our big goals in 2021. And as we move forward is to Mm -hmm. take action quicker. Um, You know, one of the things we've learned recently is, you know, commit, figure it out later, which is obviously the polar opposite of perfectionism. That's right. Um, But (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, the more that we just practice that fail, figure it out, learn, try it again, fail, figure it out, learn, try it again. Like it just allows us to take those decisions and actions quicker, right? Because we right. know that it's not going to kill us, right? Yeah, So exactly. All right. So I think that's it. I hope that you found this podcast helpful or at least entertaining. And as always, thanks for listening to Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, 
owner and creator of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. And today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams.